0: Uh, welcome back to the
1: show, Money Grows on Trees podcast. And uh, I've got the pleasure and the privilege and the honor of bringing on a guest today to have a chat about money. It's none other than Melbourne Cup riding, Caulfield Cup winning uh, jockey Corey Parrish. What's up, man?
0: Hi, how are you?
1: Great. Thanks for coming on the show.
0: I appreciate Thank you for
1: it. for having me. You're welcome. This is a bit, uh, is this
0: your first podcast episode? Uh, yeah, it is.
1: Welcome. You're, uh, you look like you're a natural already. So for everyone who's listening into this, we're actually doing this, Corey and I, uh, just to make it even harder for him, because uh, I know he loves the challenge. We're doing this live in our Facebook group, Money Grows on Trees. So a lot of my podcast episodes go in live into this group before they go to the podcast. So if you want to join the Facebook group, head to my Instagram and click Facebook group and jump in and you can watch Corey and I talk about none other than money. Uh, so yeah, anyway. Corey, man, do you want to just uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and, and kind of how we met?
0: Yeah, look, uh, I've been in Australia now since 2012, moved over from New Zealand. Uh, I've been a jockey since I was 15. I'm now 32. Uh, struggled over there. There's not a lot of money as a jockey in New Zealand. It's, it's a lot harder. So, uh, opted to come over and have a different lifestyle never thought of being able to be in the big races but always it's always a dream and so always struggled along that line and being terrible with money had a lot of debt in New Zealand and that was probably the hardest to, to really um, pay off the debt I never paid myself a wage I- I- any of those sort of things so money was always just one group I didn't understand money very well and uh, sort of moving forward from then I was lucky enough to win a Caulfield Cup and also still at that point uh, I never paid myself a wage never had that and and, uh, did pay off quite a bit of debt but also spent a lot of money and winning the Caulfield Cup that money disappeared very quick and you don't realize how fast it can actually go if you don't maintain it. Mm. Um, Moving forward from then, I won another group one, SA Derby. And at that time, I had in between the Caulfield Cup and that I had uh, managed to get a a business manager. He sort of helped out my uh, accounts, made me pay a wage and uh, got me to open up a raise account and put that in and so that was really at the beginning right before I then met you at a fantastic event that I was at and um, just opened my mind even more on on the money side and how you can utilize money so that sort of got me even more intrigued and then I found your book and it sort of carried on from there. Awesome so I mean it's amazing. So the jockey journey, like anything, as
1: a professional athlete, you started when you were young, 15. And I dare say, because you're so focused on that sport and becoming the best in, in, you know, the best in the world that you don't probably pay a lot of attention to things like money and, and other stuff, right? you you're really focused on that one thing, which is becoming a great jockey.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the hardest thing because your money, it, it, it's not like a normal nine to five job every week where you know what you're going to get at the end of the week. Um, some weeks uh, on average, I might get two and a half thousand a week. Some weeks I might get a hundred dollars. It, it really depends on the more I ride and how much I do. And that depends on your ability um, and how well you're liked at the time. It's it's a very cutthroat game and you, you're forever uh, having to prove yourself to to get the rights. Yeah. So that's really the hardest. So, so the income is
1: lumpy. So it's uncertain. It's quite lumpy. But especially the windfall income that you get, let's say if you win, which is incredible, for anyone who's listening in, to win a Caulfield Cup in Australia is big. It's big. To even ride in the Melbourne Cup is big. And Corey's done that. So you you won a group one or a couple of group ones and you, yep. you had some windfall income. When you win a group one race, you obviously get paid. The prize money for that race and you said just before that you know it disappeared quite quickly so i guess too as a, as a jockey or a professional athlete you do get this windfall income that comes and it can disappear quite fast
0: yes a- absolutely and and without sort of understanding um the money side and how to utilize that uh before you know it it's it's gone um like it was it was just under seventy thousand that I won, uh, winning the Caulfield Cup. Now, uh, that's a lot of money if you put it into practice properly, but it's not a lot of money if you get rid of it pretty quick. It it disappears very fast.
1: Yeah. So if you don't give it a job, uh, or as I say, my new book actually give your money a career, which is better than a job. <laughs> if you can do yeah. that, you know, it's 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 kind of like uh go broke investing your money if you want to go yes. broke anyway that's the way to do it right so when did it all t- so you said that your manager you had a good manager he taught you how to kind of micro invest and then you stumbled across my book well we actually met at that event and then you, you grabbed my book and we've done some work together and so what what's your money mindset like now after learning more
0: look it's i understand it i still struggle with it uh I have to just think back all the time. Do I really need that that product? Um, <laughs> and, and basically the, the, the book, um, I've listened to your book. I, I love the audio part in it, which is, is easy. It's an hour and 45 minutes long, and it's oh. actually nothing. I, I make a lot of writing gear, and I, I actually put it on again the, just a few days ago just to um, – retrain my brain again. And I think the best part is when you talk about saying um, like $20 uh, an hour, instead of thinking things of that, oh, it's only $20, just think of it as that's an hour of work. Uh, and I also have a, another business where I make uh, riding gear. So being a jockey, I make uh you know saddles girth yeah. those sort of things so I have that as my business as well, and so when I'm there working i I roughly pay myself fifty dollars an hour so i I know that that hour is fifty dollars is is an hour of, of me sitting down making making gear uh yeah. and that's that, that's the best part uh but i still have to just re- keep training my bro- body to go do I really need it? Do I <laughs> Yeah, that's
1: so good. What a great um that's a good lesson. You know, when you think of money as time, you're you you're apprehensive to spend it on things or or at least think about spending before you spend. It's just so it's just such an easy thing to do automatically just spend money on stuff. It feels good for a lot of people, especially if you're a spender archetype. It's like you get joy out of spending money. But if you talk about what you just said there, Corey, which is money is time. And if you have to sit down and and create writing gear, $50 an hour, you pay yourself with that little side business. Um, And that would prevent you going out and spending $50 on stuff that you don't get a lot of joy out of, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Just uh, basically um, this last July, I've managed to pay off my second car and naturally, uh, and I I also talked to you about it because I sent you a picture. I'm I, I love my cars and and I, I go and take a car for a test drive and I'm like, my my car cost me uh, thirty seven thousand. It's a V eight when I when I first bought it. Now they've gone up in the market, but at the same time, the car I was looking at was seventy two thousand, and like I really want it, but I can't justify it anymore before if it was a year ago and I paid that car off and hadn't read your book and hadn't understand that I'm going you know what I'll just get another loan and and pay that off but it's so much better right now I'm in a situation where I actually have no debt I don't have a loan anywhere both of my cars are paid off I don't have a mortgage I don't have a credit card and it's the the best thing I have my savings and raise and I've now just got to utilize that even more and and put that to work further because I'm sort of at a situation where I still struggle now I never used to have uh 20 or so thousand sitting in the side (laughs) I have that now but I've got to a point where I'm actually nervous to put that further because I'm like (laughs) I like that sitting there that I can access if I need to yeah I really need to access that much no I I probably don't but in my mind I'd struggle with that so yeah. that's that's where I'm well, at now
1: the, the good, news, well it's a great problem to have I think if you you know congratulations on paying your debt off I mean it's one of those great things where you you, you get rid of that chain that's around your ankles uh that debt burden that you carry it's just freedom it helps you sleep better there's a real there's a real return on investment of having no debt emotionally, in your health, you know, mentally. There's so many great things about that. So that's a wonderful achievement you've done already. And then having the 20000 or whatever it is idle, which is great, gives you so much flexibility and security and peace of mind. But now the next step, obviously, is yeah, is to just be uh, learn to deploy a little bit of that capital into investing that allows your money to obviously work for you over time. Now, you're already doing that with your raise, which is great. So you're already doing it. But I think it's the more money you save and the more money that you, you have sitting idle, you'll, you'll, you'll grow into it. <laughs> it's not something that anyone should just rush out and do. Obviously, it takes time. and effort. So you've done some training with me and you're ready to do that, which is going to be exciting to watch. But, um, mate, what would be – you've had such a good journey already, and it's only been a short one, really, if, if I think about the last 12 months for you. What would be um, – doesn't have to even be for professional athletes, but whoever – What would be your advice to them based on what you've learned so far? Uh,
0: Basically not to think that the money's going to keep coming.
1: Um,
0: Like uh, I'm lucky. I was never brought up in a racing game. Uh, I, I was always brought up with not having a huge amount. So I had the problem of the debt, but I find a lot of the jockeys get, a lot of money very quick they don't really know what to do with it and they get it at an even higher rate than what i get because they're they're um they've been more successful but what happens is if they get injured or they no longer can ride their weight gets too high they they don't want to stop and they've mm. got a very lavish uh, way of spending and r- really uh buy uh, expensive things have have a lot of stuff so they've got a lot of money that they're putting towards these and that's gone where are they what What do they do They they basically got to sell everything up and go so pretty much just expect it to disappear uh, have that mindset of it's not going to be there all the time because the money does come and go uh, like currently I'm off injured I'm not getting near as much as what I would normally if I was riding very competitive and through the carnival. It's not the same income, but because I've managed to maintain what I I live with and I've got my two jobs, I, I've managed to just keep that at a level playing field. I'm not yeah. earning a heap more, but I, I'm not going well oh, how am I going to pay for this this week how am I going to pay for that because I don't have those and and that's really bottom line so what
1: you're saying is that money and in- income it can be very uncertain particularly yeah. if you're an athlete obviously with injury uh, risk and so forth the different different level of risk for a lot of people but you know it can can happen to people in their job they just think they're going to have their job forever and of course the economy can change COVID can happen I mean, there's so many things that can happen uh, which which obviously is what you're talking about. So, you would say then that having uh, the ability to save and no debt and having liquid investment assets as well and the right mindset, like what you have, that it's really like a, an insurance policy against the unknown future, right? Like you just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And, and you and, think
0: that's right? been the best.
1: Yeah. Well, you think, you know, people that don't do that, they don't think of, you know, they've got a positive mindset and it's very optimistic of course but saving and investing and having no debt is really having management over your ego so you you can't say to yourself well I know what's going to happen in the future yeah. it's going to be you know uh, like y- y- your ego is is especially as an athlete your ego is so well under control and well disciplined that you know that the future is not certain for you and I think that's a yes. wonderful mindset to carry with your financials. So man it's really good um to see you you know this is really good to do this interview so cuz you know it's very uh, i think athletes especially they they can experience wealth quite quickly so it's great to see you you know in, in play here so let me let me ask you this what's your financial goal now like what what can you see happening in the future for you where do you want to go
0: so i brought in my gear business because I knew I couldn't be a jockey for forever. I don't want to be a jockey. I don't want to be 50 years old and keep riding. That's just not me. I've already had too many injuries. Uh, I'm currently got a, uh, a ligament got, got ripped off my ankle because i come off uh, just over a couple of months ago and it's already got screws in it now. So it's already a bad, a bad ankle. Anyway, I've, I've had too, too many injuries. I don't want to keep riding for forever. Originally, I thought I would retire at 40. And uh, I brought in the gear business early to start thinking of something to change over to. Uh, Unfortunately, that's actually gone too well for me. Everyone wants my products because I have good quality. Uh, So now I'm struggling to keep up with that and riding. But then uh, going to the event that I met you, and uh, learning about residual income has given me an even more mindset uh, of that instead of me retiring at 40, I'd like to retire at 36 and so <laughs> have, uh, of, of, of writing and have that residual income to bring and just working money differently. And yeah. that's, that's really where I'm at now.
1: Okay, awesome. So that's where you want to go. So what do I love about what you just said then was that, I mean, is there any jockeys that are 50
0: still riding? Glenn Boss just retired. Wow, Glenn Boss. two years old.
1: Wow, incredible. He has been riding a long time, Glenn Boss, far out. Um, Okay, so you you understand that you can't ride forever. So as an athlete, you're like, you know what, I've got an expiration date uh, because physically in your body you can only handle so many things. So you're like, well, I'll start a side hustle. Uh, you know creating gear which obviously took off and it's now hey good problem to have too is yeah. that when it's successful which is great so you understand that concept so you're transitioning out of your career early into financially I mean and I think that's a really good uh, mindset to have too plus you're looking at other ways of developing uh, extra income residual income and uh, that's wonderful so uh, do you feel that is there, is there any final kind of lessons that you've learned that we can um, share with uh, any of our listeners that you want to share before we finish it up.
0: Final lessons. Um, just as a whole, uh, don't think money is the enemy. Basically, yeah. Um, that, that's that's really I, I've always stressed about money for a lot, um, and, and I'm just understanding that you can money can work for you that's as a whole that's basically what what i could bring in
1: okay that's really good i love that the combativeness like let go of the let go of the combativeness you have against money
0: (laughs) yeah
1: embrace it right that's so good i love that that's fantastic Love the
0: advice yeah just just work work on things i'm i'm just so happy that um, I can say, I don't ha- I don't carry a credit card. I don't have those things. I- I've now just changed to, if I don't have that money, I won't buy it. Um, even as much as in my gear business is completely different to my riding, I ride and get paid. As a gear business, if I don't have those products or materials for that, uh, I can't make it for someone so I've got to have that money first to then make and it's a forever ending thing where as soon as I get paid for some gear, I've got to buy more gear and I've just got to a point that if I don't have that money, I just won't pay for it. I utilize that account to, to go. I wait until I get paid, then then buy some products when I need to buy them.
1: Yeah. So you don't spend money you don't have, basically. Yeah, 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 that's clever. That's a really good uh, final parting lesson for everyone is don't spend the money that you don't have. I think that's really the only way to go broke, I think, is spending money that you don't have because if you're not doing that, and again, what you said, you know, not having credit cards. is All that stuff, uh, I know that it's not sexy and it's not like, wow, we just invested in this and now you're, you know, a deca-millionaire. But these are sensible money strategies you can carry into your life that you've shared with us that... You know, everyday people, professional athletes—it doesn't matter who you are—that will give you financial peace, right? And that's really the the objective of trying to create happiness with your money is having financial peace. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and the the last big thing I brought was um, the actual laptop that we're we're talking on now. That was back in uh, January, uh, February of this year, and it was just over three thousand. They had interest free at the time everything and I'm like oh you know I could put it through that and go and I started typing it out and it got to ask too many questions and I'm just like you know what this is actually too hard I've got the money there <laughs> I'll just buy it yeah. I can it through the business and I just was like why why have this and then not make the repayments get interest put on it start getting those issues and I'm like I don't need that i can actually afford it just buy it and it's just a good way to be i had i was in that situation to do that
1: okay great so what you're saying to me is that money buys happiness
0: (laughs) yeah it it, 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 it really i stress a lot on money uh and it does make it harder in uh in my relationship My, my wife knows straight away when i'm when i'm stressing about money and I, it was only the other day she goes you know uh, you're, you're a little bit low are, are you right and i'm like yeah no i know i've got invoices to come they're going to come back through it was just when yeah. i injured myself again so i didn't have that yeah. there's, there's a transition of money that doesn't come through so i've, yeah. I've always got to just be careful and i was just more careful with spending yeah so i think having
1: that nest egg you've got not having any debt no credit card issues uh, no interest payments to make i think those moments where money doesn't always come consistently then it's a really good place to be in because realistically it's 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 impossible to go bankrupt if you don't owe anyone any money yeah. so it's really about protecting your downside and i think that's what you've done so well here on this um, podcast episode is help us you know just we've been talking in detail about how how the mind works at different things you know so i just want to say thanks so much mate for coming on the podcast i really appreciate it it's been uh it's been awesome chatting with you loved hearing little parts of your story there and uh, well done on your first episode
0: Nah, thank you very much and yeah all i can say is your book's amazing anyone that hasn't read it just pay for it buy it listen to the audio whatever you need to do um i'm still in the middle of doing uh my classes with you so yeah just all i want to do is just improve now even more and get better and better and just get the understanding of it so all i can say to anyone is the first thing just get your book and and listen to it and and i can't wait to hear the next one because uh awesome yeah that's going to be super great well uh thanks for that little shameless plug there at the end mate you didn't have to do that but i appreciate it uh and uh
1: yes the, the second book is coming out soon and so stand by for that but Big thanks again to Corey Parish, uh, your legend, mate. Appreciate you coming on the podcast. And, of course, if you've enjoyed this episode, uh, go give Corey a follow on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Uh,
0: P Train, I think it is. Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll put it up. Okay. I don't use a lot of Instagram. I never know what it is. Um, okay. my, my Facebook always links to it. So, I, okay, I, give I can, them-
1: Give him a follow on Facebook or send him a, I don't know, give him something, but uh, I'll get Phil to put it in the show notes. But uh, yeah. thanks, mate, for jumping on in. Of course, if you're enjoying this, if you enjoyed the episode, give us a share, leave us a review on the podcast and uh, shoot it over to Instagram stories, give us a shout out and I'll shout you back out, give you some followers and uh, look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Money Grows on Trees.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss.